When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings. I'm Brian, and this is Grateful Grants. You may recall last week we talked being equal. We're continuing down the same stream of thought this week and exploring what it is to be open. We got it started Monday by making a case for openness. Tuesday, we disabled groupthink. Wednesday, we considered the source. Yesterday, we got to know the underdog. And we're wrapping it up today with changing our minds. What if somebody asked you, do you know everything there is to know about everything in the world? What would you say? Most people would be quick to say, of course not. After all, how can anyone know everything? What if someone asked you if you know everything there is to know about just one topic? Someone might argue they know a lot, but would anyone really ever say they know everything, even about just one topic? The smartest of us all, the highest IQ, the most worldly experienced, the most well-studied, they'd all admit there's plenty more to learn. Why then are a vast majority of everyday people behaving like they have all the answers? There is an innate desire in us to be correct. It's not necessarily that we need to be factually correct. It's that we have a subconscious need to confirm what we already believe. We begin building our identity from the point in time we're able to observe the world around us. As we assign meaning to things and people and experiences, we're shaping our perception. Who we are is being built. And as the process of confirmation bias sets in, our lived experience is causing us to double down on all of those perceptions. Along the way, our opinions are becoming a part of our identity. And shifting those opinions subconsciously, and maybe consciously too, feels like removing a block from a tower that may topple. Our innate desire to remain correct in our own minds is a safety mechanism built to protect the structure of our identity. In the past, we've discussed the idea that if we allow our opinions to outweigh facts, it might be a sign of a value. For example, someone who turns to prayer instead of modern medicine might seem completely insane to some. But in reality, their system of values is simply different than the next. Their relationship with God is a value they hold more dearly than, say, survival as a result of medical intervention. They've likely spent their lifetime perceiving the hands of God intervening in everyday life more than they've been perceiving modern medicine as a trustworthy option. Values are broad-sweeping beliefs, which we've embraced as part of our psychological structure or our identity. Values are like an umbrella over our opinions. Using the example I just mentioned, a strong relationship with God would generally inform on all kinds of opinions in someone's life, as would a devout trust in science. What many don't realize is that we can change an opinion without affecting our values. For example, a devout follower of God could recognize the hands of science and medicine as an extension of God. Medicine is simply a gift passed into the hands of man. 
It's for this very same reason that many in the spiritual community, especially in Western society, are beginning to embrace gay marriage. Because while their relationship with God, their spirituality, is a value of theirs, their opinion on whether or not God sanctifies marriage between same-sex couples has changed. And at the very same time, they're perceiving the unchanging word of God differently than they had. They're paying closer attention to the thousands of times Jesus spoke on loving one another over the literal zero times he spoke about homosexuality. Whereas those who disavow gay marriage are focusing on two or three poorly translated lines of scripture in the Old Testament, a book Christians rarely turn to in any other case. So how do we remain open to changing our minds when we have a clear structure of values? The answer is simple. We stop making opinions part of our identity. It may surprise some, but being secure in our values actually allows for us to have more ambiguity in our opinions. When we know who we are at our core, shifting and changing stances on everyday things does little to affect us emotionally or cause us to question our core beliefs. It allows us to disengage from the war of being right. There is no harm in allowing our ideas to be challenged, unless we're living in fear of being wrong. When we remain open and apply critical thinking to an opposing view, we either realize we'd already found the right option for ourselves, or the new information gives insight that changes our perspective. Oftentimes, it's very easy to see how that perspective fits within our existing system of values. There's great power in the art of being open to changing our minds. It's the only route to true growth. It allows us to become mentally stronger, to learn new things, and that's all beautiful. But what the ego wants to know is how it gives us the competitive edge. And the answer to that is that being able to admit that you've changed your mind completely takes the wind out of an opponent's sails. Becoming agitated or defeated or withdrawing permanently are all signs of defeat they're all associated with some form of embarrassment. It's impossible to get under the skin of someone who confidently says, you know, I was actually wrong about that. I changed my mind. Thanks for your insight. It actually caused me to see things a little differently. When we find ourselves in a conversation, or maybe it's escalated to a debate, it's important to ask questions before answering with our own stance. We get to know the inner workings of their perspective and where it's rooted. In that period of time, we consider whether what's being presented is changing our perspective. That's what it is to remain open-minded. And as we engage, as we ask more questions, want more details on their opinions, oftentimes people will completely deflate as they begin to realize their stance is mostly emotional. If we're feeling unmoved by what's being presented, we do the work of finding the values behind their opinions before we debate. Remember, we're not likely to adjust someone's values, but we can certainly adjust opinions so long as we operate within the context of those values. And the same goes for changing our own minds. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you again Monday. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.